Xbox on. Game on, baby. Wow! Hello and welcome to the Party Chat Podcast, the official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. I'm your host, our podfather, Ross Miller, and I'm joined by a lord and savoury snack. It's delicious cheese. I think you forgot something, Ross. The MV cheese part? Yeah, correct. I am an MVP. Have you heard? You are? I thought bird was the word. Oh, what? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and the queen of community management and racing games, it's Karina. Oh, I don't know what to say now. I was going to repeat what you said, but I can't just repeat a full sentence. Hi. You can't just repeat a full <laughs> sentence. Are, are, you, are you missing that skill? <laughs> yes, that's Wait, a, that is what I lack. Sentence structure. I've said it about 11, 12 times now. Like, you must be used to it by now. How long you worked at Playground? When did you start? No, not yet, clearly. Um, <laughs> no, I've been there six it's months, It's a lie. You know? She actually just hangs around out the front door I just, and tells that's it. Her, whenever that's people it. walk out, she's like, I work at Playground. And then I it's just, like, yes, yes, of course you do, darling. You know what I do? I just hide in the background and then just try and photobomb all the photos so that I have evidence that I apparently work there. And then that's it. No, because you dabbed on a live stream so no one can ever forgive you. Uh, that, ever. Is, that is true. That is true. That was an epic no. dab. It actually was. It was, a, it was like proper forceful dab on the haters. It was exactly. I was really proud. Honestly, I, I shed a tear. I was like, I, I met that girl when, when she was nobody. And now she's dabbing on Xbox. This is the, the proudest <laughs> moment of my life. I've made it now. Mom, I've made it. I shared Interviewing it. people I, at the Forza Live <laughs> Championships. And hey, yeah. I, so how do you race? Because, you know, like, do you turn left a lot or do you turn right more? What do you think? I shared like, that. How do you interview someone? I shared the, the dab with oh, my no. work. And then we started talking about the, the king of Norway's, uh, sorry, the prince of Norway's royal dab. Did you ever see that? Wait, there's a royal dab? Oh, my God. How do you royal yeah, dab? Yeah. I need to the, learn the, this. The prince of Norway threw out one when they were standing, uh, like, for a royal procession. It was like, oh, your majesty. <laughs> that's what I need to that's what I aspire to be yes a royal dab what well, I don't think you can just like get into royalty you'd have to marry a prince I mean well that's well okay is there any princes so out bad. there that are listening because can we just marry dab and then leave can, does that marry work? dab then leave I mean <laughs> it would be so bad married being married to a prince I'd marry I'm a dabbing prince. something else you know what I mean but uh, <laughs> wait <laughs> It's, oh, it's your good, it's your marital night. You know what I mean. Everyone's got to have a good dabbing. <laughs> <clears throat> right. Anyway, we usually start this podcast with <laughs> we usually start this podcast with what we have been playing, and I'm going to start with the person who hasn't been here in three weeks. It's delicious. Jeez, has it really been three weeks? I thought it was two. Well, it's three weeks ago you recorded. Oh yeah. Wow, time time really does fly. Sorry for not being here for the last couple of weeks. I was traveling. Um, and because I was traveling, I haven't actually had a great deal of time to play as many games as I would like, but I did manage to get in a couple of games this week, uh, nonetheless. Unfortunately, I missed out on the big ones. I couldn't play Anthem's demo because I was in London, and I couldn't play... I haven't had a chance to, to play 
Apex, which is like the the new hotness. Uh, hopefully that will be remedied by the time next week's pod comes out. Um, but I did play, obviously, a bit more Monster Hunter, but you, I don't need to go into that. Uh, and But I tried some new games. I tried uh, Tales of Vesperia. Have you guys ever played that? Uh, no, but no. I want to. Yeah, it's... It was a 360 game, and they released it for the first time in the West, uh, remastered for the for the uh, Xbox One. It's a JRPG, cel-shaded, uh, anime-looking game. Uh, not something that I typically am a huge fan of, actually, these sorts of really slow Japanese RPGs. They go on for ages, but uh, I'm sort of enjoying it. It's not just on an ironic level, um, but... Also, because it's a bit different, because you know, when normally when you play a JRPG, it's normally turn-based, but this game is actually like uh, real-time hack and slash, uh, and you sort of, but with like tactical elements. It's hard to hard to fully describe, but you actually run around the battle and and hack and slash and shoot off magic and stuff like that. And you can be a uh, uh, well, your your main partner is a one-eyed mohawk having pipe-smoking doggo. Uh, who attacks people with a knife in his mouth, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> and yeah, so it's it's good uh, so far, anyway. Um, and I did also play, um, what's it called? It's a it's a little what? indie game. Um, it's the abbreviation is ass. Um, <laughs> Yes. What? Yeah. That, yeah. That's yeah. It. You played ass. Yeah, I played ass. It's the for anyone who's like for, for all the fellow youths out there, it's PewDiePie's the game that was on PewDiePie's show at the end of his credits, uh, Animal Something Squad, Animal Super Squad, I think. Uh, okay, the game sounds ass. Yeah. It, no, it's actually pretty funny. It's basically a a two D side scrolling platformer, but it's like physics based, and you start the game playing as a chicken who rides on a toilet. Uh, <laughs> it's it's pretty funny. Uh, honestly, give it a try. Uh, I think we have some some codes. If anyone really wants to get in there, and hit me up. It's great. It, it's it's. I was really uh, had, had a good time. It's it's funny, tongue in cheek, and it's just really sort of simple. Like I said, physics based platforming. The getting okay. from the getting to the end of the level is all the challenge that there is. But it's it's good. So I have to check that out. That sounds all right, actually. Yeah, and I mean, it's been a long time since I was able to actually like play a new indie game that wasn't that wasn't awful because you know all the best everyone knows the best indie games release around christmas <laughs> you can't see my face but it's the i wish i was dead face uh <laughs> yeah in case, in case anyone's been wondering why we haven't done an id game of the week or an indie game of the week recently it's because the you know we're quite positive we don't want to talk too negative about games and the ones that we tried over the christmas period we just nothing stood out um, and it's only this week that we're actually, we're actually going to bring it back because I know you've played Dindy Game of the Week for at least a short time anyway. <clears> but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but, uh, I'll try not to be too negative. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, I'm going to move on and, and talk about what I've been playing. Now, sure. The first thing I'm going to talk about is Anthem. Karina, feel free to interject because I know you have been playing it as yeah. well. Uh, although we didn't play together, which I'm surprised about. Um, just must have been online at different times. Yeah, I don't think but... I've managed to. I only just managed to catch it at the end. Um, I, I yeah. maybe because I was playing Kingdom Hearts instead, but still. <laughs> okay, I, I say we're not too negative, but here's my thoughts on uh, <laughs> Anthem. <laughs> um, it's okay. Uh, it's much Whoa, better. Oh, that's a hot take. Wow. I know. 
Anthem is yeah. okay. Beep it out, beep it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Mass Effect Adromina's multiplayer mode. It sort of extended out, fleshed out, and turned into a full game. Andromeda that had a multiplayer the... mode? Yeah. It did. Or Mass, not Andromeda, one of the Mass Effect games, I can't Mass remember. Mass Effect 3 but... had one. Yeah, that's what it is. It was free. Yeah. Because I was, you know I was thinking, I mean? like, like, oh, was it so bad that I didn't even notice it when I played through Andromeda? No, it's... <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> was, it, was it free? I can't remember. They all sort of merged into one yeah, for me. three had a but... multiplayer mode. Yeah, four was the one with the horrible faces, wasn't it? Well, I mean, they all kind of had horrible faces, but yeah, four, four <laughs> was the one that was legendarily bad. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's fun-ish. The flying is easily the best part of it. I know I talked about that a bit last week, and I said I would spend more time with it. But yeah, it's just it's just okay for me. It's one that I will buy and I will play because the people I play with will be playing at that time, and I'll feel left out if I don't. I'm just not excited for it. It just hasn't grabbed me, you know. Like, and maybe it's just not a game meant for me. Maybe that's it. But so, yeah, that's it. Can I? Can, can you I, know? Sorry, can I just yeah. interject, Ross? Because you know, normally you and I share one sort of thing in in common, and that's that we both sort of really appreciate the exploration element of a video game, and if it's got a really interesting world to explore. Uh, typically, that's sort of enough for for the both of us to sort of enjoy the game. So you're telling me that that Anthem didn't feel like a place you wanted to explore. It's bland. Is it? Yeah, it's it's nothing you haven't seen before oh, in my man. head. It's all about what the gunplay is fine. The teamwork is great. It's all about that. You know, they've clearly spent a lot of time about making the weapons feel good, making the shooting feel good. That is all great. It's just, it's nothing exciting. But to be honest, I suppose in a demo, you can't really give that full world building aspect. Yeah, I guess. And this is, what, 12 weeks old now, this build? So I'm hoping that when the full game comes out and it's a full world and I've got a full squad together, then... It will be a lot more fun. As I say, I'm still going to buy it because I don't want to feel left out. But it just it hasn't grabbed me the way the Division Two has grabbed me since I've played both. The Division Two was like, yeah, day one, can't wait for it. I'm excited. This is a bit like I will probably play through Metro first. You know, like yeah. Um, plus, we've got this uh, new free to play game, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, also from EA, uh, which I'll, I'll probably would rather play than Anthem at the moment. But yeah, Karina, you've been playing it as well. What, what's your thoughts on it? Uh, so I was a bit sceptical on Anthem because I was a bit like, which is actually, I'm kind of correct. I feel like it's just Destiny, but de- either Destiny 3 or just a better version of Destiny 2 with flying. Um, it, it kind of has the same mechanics. It kind of has the, you know, this is a mission. This is a strike. I mean, they call them strongholds. Um, which is essentially yeah. the same yeah, as a they, strike. They even call free roam expeditions, like in Monster Hunter. There's like not an, not an original bone in its body. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like they've took aspects of many games and put it into one. However, Warframe especially. Yeah, however, I I really enjoyed it. I don't know what it is, but there was like one night where I just um, I played it and I I just kept staying and um. We defeated, we'd done a stronghold, we did on hard mode, there's four of us, and then one of us hadn't got level 15 yet. And I was like, nope, we need to play this again. Uh, we need to get everyone, because obviously with the demo you were limited to level 15. And uh, and I just played it again, and I, I really just, 
and it's weird that I'd want to, normally I'd just be like, no, I'm going to bed now. It was like 3, 3 a.m. I was like, I need to go to sleep. But no, I was really getting lost in it, but in a good way, which I've not done for a long time. And it got a little bit strategic, which I liked. Um, there was one of the missions where you had a sort of puzzle at the end. And I'm not going to lie, I had no idea what the puzzle is. Everyone else just did it. I was like, okay. Um, but but uh, it's nice to have that sort of... I mean, but then that also goes back to Destiny. You know, Destiny's sort of new uh, raids, um, they um, they have that. You know, they have the sort of puzzle platforming aspect to uh, to a battle shooter game. Um, although the best bit has to be the flying. Like, why wouldn't you want to fly? Yeah. Like, I, that, yeah, the flying's that, cool. That's definitely put Anthem, like, sort of up there. Um, especially because, you know, you've got different characters. Um, I originally... So, obviously, everyone starts with Storm. Is it Storm? No, originally everyone starts with whichever the original one is. And then I, I got Storm. I nearly I nearly tried out Inceptor. But I was really loving Storm and I was just hovering about shooting everything and whatnot. Um visually though, I wish I was playing on an OG, um, OG Xbox. I really wish I had an Xbox One X because that, that game is stunning. And like I, I that's on an OG though. Like never mind a one X with a four K TV. Like I can I can see that being absolutely beautiful and the photos that could like come out of that will be wonderful. I just hope that it doesn't get a bit like um So the thing about Destiny is luckily there's always sort of more content or you can go to PvP. So PvP would break up the whole like, okay, here's a new PvE, uh, let's do the same thing again. So you'd you'd when you wanna break it up or try something different, go to PvP, but Anthem doesn't at the moment, I mean, they might bring it out How, that I know of have PvP. So I don't want it to... I'm a bit worried that it will just become... You'll you'll do everything and then that'll be it. You know, where, where'd you go? Where'd you go from there? So I don't know how it'll be a long-lasting game, but I think it'll be very good. I'm excited for it. A lot more excited than I originally was because I was just like, oh, it's another Destiny with Iron Man. But uh, it's a bit better than that. <laughs> That's the name of this week's podcast, Destiny with Iron Man. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, have you been playing anything else retro? Oh my god, Kingdom Hearts is so good! Except when it's so moving Wait, on. No, 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 let me, let Karina, me just... Karina, Karina, oh hold on, before you start, my, uh, one of my co-workers has also been playing through it, and he says that no matter what happens, like every now and again, like he says, every now and again the game is just magical, but there's also like really sort of slow and tedious and confusing parts. And he says, but no matter how bad it gets, he said, uh, Donald's bad puns <laughs> are going to carry him through. Can you confirm or deny oh, that Donald's man. bad puns will carry you through? I mean, I, I, I don't like puns and. Donald, Donald healed me though, so Donald's my healer. Although I actually feel sorry for Donald because, especially near the end boss, I started screaming at him. I mean, I know he's a character, but I was like, I needed to be healed, and he wasn't healing me. And I was like, Donald, what are you doing? And I spent like probably an hour screaming at this non-fiction, well, fictional, whatever, this Disney character. <laughs> so I, uh, whatever it wants to be. Um, I, a, I feel like Goofy's more of my spirit animal because he just like he doesn't know what he's doing, but he's helping people, and I feel like that's me. I never know what I'm doing. I just wander around, and it seems to work. Um, yeah, that works for me. <laughs> yeah. But um no, it is so I did finish it. I, I finished it in thirty-two hours. Um unfortunately I didn't get the secret ending, which I was a bit I wish I had. So I am um, to get the secret ending, I'm not spoiling by the way, I'm just letting you know how to get it. You have to get the hidden uh, they're called lucky emblems, which is essentially this thing called hidden Mickeys, which are Mickey Mouse symbols. They can be in the form of like engravings in a wall, they could be some like three rolls of tape which make the Mickey sign. Um it's actually a real life thing as well actually if you go 
to the Disney parks, you can actually play um, hidden like it's called hidden Mickey. Like all within Disney parks, they hide the Mickey symbols. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, I got forty five out of ninety, and for I did standard mode. So there's beginner, standard, and prone. And prone is hard mode. If you do prone, you only need thirty, uh, which I wish I'd done now because I think I could have eased, I could have done that. And then uh, begin uh, standard, you need forty. F- no, you need sixty, and I got forty five. And then, and then you need all of them for beginner. Um, I, I'm going to go back. Um, I'm not. Deba- I've not decided whether I want to go back, find the hidden Mickey emblems, and then, um, and then finish the game again, or to redo the game because I kind of want to play it again, but play it on hard mode, on the prone mode. But um, a lot of people have been using guides. I've actually just. I don't want to. I went in blind. I didn't want to see anything. I didn't want to Google anything. Um, so I just actually. I do have some things to say about it though. Um, what the heck was Winnie the Pooh? Like, <laughs> right? I, 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 like, I want to swear at how it was definitely. It was not a waste. Ping. It, it was, was de- a waste of an hour. President of China. Like, I don't <laughs> why. Yeah, not him. <laughs> <It> <laughs> definitely was, not the president of China. It was a waste of an hour. Like, so in Kingdom One, One and Two, you've got you've got Winnie the Pooh, you've got the Hundred Acre Woods, you've even got Christopher Robin. Where the hell? Christopher Robin wasn't even there. He's just buggered off somewhere. So you you go around the, in one and two. You go around the hundred acre woods. You've got this amazing area. It's like it's Winnie the Pooh. Everyone loves Winnie the Pooh. This one, it's like no. Let's put some little rubbish mini games in. Which I was like, okay, it's in the trailer. I've already vented about it. It'll be fine. It'll just be one. It was not one. It was three. And then one of them, I didn't know what I was doing and accidentally failed it and had to do it again. And it was just like it was no point. It was like, hey, we told you about the past. I don't care about the past because no one understands the plotline anyway. But instead, we got Winnie the Pooh with these stupid Candy Crush mini games. There was no point. I just, I just want to help Winnie the Pooh find his honey. That's all I wanted, but I didn't do that. You did a really good Winnie the Pooh voice in the middle there. <laughs> that was yeah. Did I? Are you okay? <laughs> did did, did tell us on the doll where Winnie touched you? Like <laughs> there's definitely some, <laughs> some animosity here. But yeah, that was oh, like I didn't, it was probably Tigger. You know why? <laughs> Yeah, oh, you know, because no. Tiggers love to bounce. Um, but, um, but there is one other thing, though. Just one last thing. The voices are so on point, except Elizabeth Swan. Oh my god, Pirates of the Caribbean! <laughs> no, oh my god, the oh, the pirates. So you know, I was saying Anthem was pretty. Like I don't even know what they've done, but Pirates of the Caribbean was like a freaking live action Pirates of the Caribbean, which already happens anyway, but in a form of a game. Like it was the, even the ship mechanics. Like it was like 4K Sea of Thieves. But then you've got like everything was just oh my god it was the best planet ever like it, it, so that was I actually watched nice. this I watched you do um, the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff on your stream and at that point I was seriously considering buying the game because I was like if the whole game is like this it's actually going to be a really really good game the mechanics for the the, the sea stuff like the the ship are absolutely spot on. Like oh yeah, it could have been a game on its own. Like they literally wait, could have made that a game on its own. It was practically see if the you had a free roam of this like open waters. I mean, you kind of didn't go. You only sort of went specific areas because it kind of directed you that way. But you could have easily free roamed. It was it was like they got that spot on. Except Elizabeth Swan's uh, sounds, uh, not sounds, her voice. Uh, I don't know who they. Yeah. Oh no, we we googled it. Apparently, it's the person yeah. who. Sounded the Assassin's Creed sisters, was it? Yeah, it's the the sister out of Assassin's Creed Syndicate also does a voice for Elizabeth Swan, so generic English voice, basically. It did not... Um, <laughs> and they the kind of need same. to fix that a little bit. Well, yeah, we do. That's true. But I must admit, that was the only weird sort of 
that I don't know. It was just weird. Like I'd rather Elizabeth Swan had not said anything, to be honest. But um, apart, apart from that, though, the game is it's amazing. Uh, whether you're a new player, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of people have been asking me whether. So for those that are listening, if you're thinking about getting it, a lot of people have asked me, "Hey, I haven't played the first two. Can I play it?" You can. Um, there will be some flashbacks. It does explain them, but you have to listen. Luckily for me, I don't pay attention. Um, so, um, I didn't, <laughs> luckily I played the older game, so I understood bits, but, um, yeah, you do need to listen and pay attention a little bit if you haven't played the older games, but, um, I definitely advise it. It was, it was amazing and totally worth it. Have you played anything else this week? Um, what have I played? Oh, I did some PUBG. Uh, that, that's now become my lunchtime game. Um, we all squad up at work and we all play a bit of PUBG, uh, Although I don't know what's happened, uh, but bodies seem to ragdoll now, which make really funny clips. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that's quite funny. Other than that, uh, what else have I played? I played a game which we'll obviously go into later on. And I think yep. that's it. I think this week my life has just been consumed by uh, by uh, Kingdom Hearts. Oh, and there's the Fortnite um, concert as well, which actually I'd like to point this out. Now, I didn't I didn't go to the Fortnite concert. The for- so for those that don't know, which I'm guessing everyone does know, but Marshmallow did a live concert, in-game event concert uh, within Fortnite. And I didn't go because I was, I was finishing Kingdom Hearts because priorities. Uh, but I must admit, it was really lovely to see something. Now, this is it. People hate on video games, right? They're like, hey, well, you know, kids are just violent and whatever else. It's like, listen, this is the biggest concert that went on and there was millions and millions of people, all different ages, kids were just... Jo- there's videos of kids just dancing in the room to this. No one was being violent. Everyone was just having a good time and every- and it was free and everyone could go to it and it didn't matter who you were. You just enjoyed yourself. And I've never known an event, either in real life or in gaming, to have such an aspect of getting everyone together in one place. And I think that was very nice. And I think Epic deserved like a big GG to that. Hmm. Okay. I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, I, I watched a two-minute video of it and seen people doing Fortnite dances and Fortnite while watching a pre-rendered concert. But yeah, no, I never thought about it that way. That makes... A lot of sense, actually. It's good that something brought people together in gaming. Yeah, it's a cool yeah, community nice. aspect. Yeah. No one's done anything like yeah. that before. I think it's awesome. I heard it was Why live, too. Why do where you have an actual like, oh, music festival on the go? Oh, giant festival, wow. <laughs> but uh, no, it was, uh, what is it? The it was um, He was live as well. Marshmallow was actually live. He, he like, so they did two. There was an encore, but that was like recorded. But uh, the the first original concert, apparently he was... I don't know if he was live at Epic or, like, just live from his room, but it broadcast, uh, broadcasted across all the games. So that was pretty cool. I didn't know you could do that, like, in-game or how you'd do that in-game, but that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that, it's a lot of technology involved in that. That's It's quite epic. But, um... <laughs> wow, did you just make three <laughs> Nice. Wow. How long are we hold on to that? <laughs> oh, uh, forever. I'm going to write it down, actually. At this time, no. Um, <laughs> just my own personal listening pleasure. Uh, no, it's it, it's a nice, nice thing. But I think we should move on and find out what our indie game of the week is. Reese, what is our indie game of the week? Because I'm not saying its name. <laughs> oh, I was going to have so much fun with that. It's Guacamelee. Two. Two. <laughs> you, you forgot the fact it's that yeah so um, no i did not rogue... i was just really dragging that moment on for far longer than appropriate well i try and say it 
Go on. Guacamole. Oh, that's better than normal. Is it better than normal? Yeah, because right, okay. you mentioned Guac- it like casually in conversation before we started recording, and you said your usual uh, guacamole or whatever it is. Oh, guacamole. Yes. I think that makes more sense. It's, no, it doesn't. It's like a mole fighting. It's, guacamole. Yeah, melee. It's pronounced melee. And then guacamole. 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 Oh. Guacamole. <laughs> right, anyway. <laughs> this is a rogue-like Mexican platformer, and it's from Drinkbox Studios, and it is our indie game of the week. I talked about the original many times on the podcast. It is a personal favourite of mine, and I could not wait to get my hands on the sequel. So, Reese, you have given it a shot, but it wasn't to your taste. Would you like to explain why? Well, before I do that, people are saying, you're very calmly presenting the fact that you, you're a fan of this game, but I'd like our listeners to actually understand that we we like get a list of games that, that we can pick from uh, to be the indie game of the week. And normally there's some sort of discussion. In fact, most of the time it's it's me because I'm like the indie game poison tester, so I test all of them and i'm like okay guys you know this is good this is bad but uh no ross got saw the email before anyone else and uh he simply said guacamole 2 is game of the week fuck you that, that was <laughs> i had to swear because that, i had to capture the, the beauty of the moment i'm not even beeping i'm gonna leave it in I like <laughs> shit last week as well like, we're, past, we're past the point of beeping them out now you know that way like. yeah why not so yeah anyway oh that's good this is yeah podcast after dark oh i can't wait um but yeah so anyway i did play the game i have nothing against uh guacamole as a series i had played the first and thought it was you know fairly harmless fun uh, very well designed, very, very tight combat, but uh, not really to my taste. But I tried playing Wakamele 2, and I was clearly not in the mood. And I rage quit that game so hard because, not that it's hard, uh, it's the fact that the game has about a 45 minute to one hour long tutorial. I've done it with, 20 minutes. With endless text just so many texts so you begin the game and you have to like redo the last boss fight fine then it's like you know you run around and you you chase after your kids and then then you have to go and do something as asinine as buy avocados from the store it's so asinine and i was just like no my time is more valuable than this and i closed the game but uh, I hear that if you can get past that, it's not too bad. Am I right? Not too bad is an understatement. It is one of the most complete platformers I have ever played. I've finished it now. I'm going to stream it now and do a full playthrough again because I loved it that much. I loved the original and I love this as well. It's now four-player, so you can have four-player local co-op throughout all of it, which is amazing as well. You can turn into a chicken for various parts of the game. What Souls. other game offers that? Yeah, exactly. Souls exactly. I mean, that's all I ever wanted in the game to be. I, the game I played before, you start as a chicken, but you also yeah. can drive a toilet. Can you drive oh, a wait. toilet in guacamole? Wait, you can Probably. drive a toilet? Yeah. <laughs> See, now that sounds better. Anyway, we're, we're getting off point here. I'm, I'm raving about this game, Sorry, okay? Sorry, continue raving. So, it basically, it, for anybody that's played a roguelike platformer, it is a sort of open platform area that you do have to... To go back on yourself, pick up things, uh, you advance your characters, you go, 
and you um, develop new skills which allow you to progress through areas that you couldn't usually progress from, be that um, this one's to do with timelines. So they've been quite smart about it and brought some of the characters back from the original game, but it's done through, you switch through time in areas. So it's really, really quite smart. Um, I don't want to give too much away about the the relevant story, but the original character from the game makes his return. He's now a fat old man with two kids. So you know you need to go back to these old time, the old time, in order to be your your old self. Essentially, it's absolutely incredible. The platforming is tight. The game is difficult. You know, like there is times where the humor is what's getting you through the actual hard bits because you know that something really funny or, or entertaining is going to come up. You know, it's very, very unforgiving. If you do not know how to do the skills in the game, you will not get far. And it's just an absolute blast. The writing in it's fantastic. The level design's absolutely fantastic. The bosses are amazing. They're all very varied and different and you have to use all your multiple skills in order to get them. It's Easily, easily, easily one of my favourite games. It's phenomenal. If you haven't got it, go out, try it, buy it, try it, do what you can if you like uh, roguelike platformers because it's an absolute brilliant, brilliant game. And how often am I passionate about games like this? Not very. <laughs> do you know what I say? Like, my kid watched me play it and he's like, I'm going to try it. And he's like, it's too difficult. I can't play it. Usually, if something like that happens, he'll go away to his bedroom and start playing Roblox or Fortnite or whatever. He watched me play through the whole thing. He was that entertained and, you know, he was like, Dad, you're good at this game. This is, like, really, really cool. And, like, it's the phasing in it. So, like, a bit like um, the Titanfall 2 um, time campaign mission. You know, if you're in an area and you switch the button to switch time, then the platform moves it does that exact thing, but in a platformer. So you're you're literally having to move your guy across, as well as think about the surroundings and where the the things used to be in a, a different time. It's so so smart, so so intelligent. But if you want to win a copy of this game, then make sure you check out our Twitter on Friday, as basically um, we're going to be giving away a couple of copies of it. So come to Party Chat Pod at Party Chat Pod on Twitter on Friday if you want to win a copy. And if you do win a copy, I want to know your thoughts if you enjoyed it as much as I did. But talking about Fridays, you may have noticed that the last week's and this week's podcast is now releasing on a Friday. That is a new release date, just through to times changing, everything else. We can now um, only release this on a Friday. It gives me time to edit it. So uh, make sure you check back every Friday for new episodes of the podcast from here on. But let's find out what's been happening in the subreddit this week. You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. This week in the subreddit. Right, so first story comes from Little Pretty Flair, and that is T-I-L Forza is pronounced Forza, according to to Forza's Twitter page. Retro, can you confirm? Can I confirm what again? Sorry. I was searching for an article. I'm sorry. <laughs> Seriously? I was searching for the Titanfall 3 thing. I wanted to find it. I'm sorry. Oh my God. Okay, uh, uh, okay. you know what? We'll, we'll just give it the litmus test, Ross. Uh, uh, Karina, pronounce the name of the game that you work for. 
<laughs> no, no. <laughs> I say, say I it. call it Forza Horizon Four. Oh dear. Forza. Yeah. yeah. But, oh my yeah. god. Right. Let's can just. Now, let's can just you do say. me another favor? No. Can you pronounce the name of the round, flat pie that is famous from Italy? I don't like pies unless they're chicken pies. Like so it's, it's it's not a, a chicken a, pie. It's it's not a chicken. It it's pizza. Okay, I'm talking about well, pizza. Well, pizza's not a pie, but pizza. Yes, oh, I had pizza. pizza for tea. Yes. You're all. Oh, you guys are all happy. I ate food before I came on the podcast. I am actually. <laughs> Although I, I kind of miss it now. It's, you sound weird without food in your mouth. Yeah. What, what is um, this? But yeah, no. Uh, yeah, pizza, forza. It's the same. Forza. Yeah, pizza. This is according forza. to the for, forza. Motorsport uh, Twitter page, which I'm assuming since you work for Playground, no, it's got nothing to do with you. This is according to the Italian language. <laughs> no, okay, but the, the whole story is about the yeah, yeah I know, it's about I know, the fact that the Forza is pronounced Forza according to it probably Forza's is actually Twitter page. It is let's be serious. Forza. I don't pr- I don't pronounce anything correctly. Like yeah, so, right. I mean, you just mispronounce the word correctly. Well, what you know what it did? You said correctly. It is correct. Ah, <laughs> oh, that that glorious Manchester accent. And that that famous Queen song, Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> yeah, you know, I didn't realise that until you pointed it out, and I was just like, "What?" I really didn't know. I was like, "That's just I don't know. Maybe I just don't say like the T's and stuff properly, like I should." <laughs> I can't wait until you're up the stage E three and you're going to be announcing a new game, and you're just like that. Forza Horizon 5 and the whole crowd just goes Forza can imagine I probably won't even say anything I'll be like, I probably even I probably wouldn't even say E3 I'd probably say like the wrong thing instead I don't D- D3 <laughs> D3 <laughs> okay I'm not going to ask what the oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's, um, that's the prequel to D4 Dark Dreams Don't Die <laughs> there you go saved thanks saved saved okay um, so yes uh, so what is the name of your game it is Forza Horizon 4. Now I'm dead conscious. <laughs> right, moving on. The big story of the week um, is basically, I'm going to come down because the first thing I want to say is it's the Iceman2288 has posted a story saying Titanfall 3 is no longer in development. But rumours coming out of it said that they basically stated that that isn't true and it supposedly is still in development. Is that right? No one knows. <clears throat> no one knows. <laughs> That's the no, problem. I, I don't think anyone does know. I was about to everyone, say, everyone, I don't think he it's said, been she confirmed. said. I think there's been rumours that it was basically, yeah, Timefall 3 was meant to be in development and then what happened, we don't know if it's to do with either scope, if it was, you know, it could be anything, it could be time resources, whatever, and that they've then decided, or it could just be they've had a brilliant idea and decided to change it into Apex, which would make sense, you know, if that's that's what they're going to do. Um, but right, so this all comes from the fact that Apex Legends Stealth launched yesterday, as we record this, uh, which is the first time, and I can't remember how long that we actually got a Stealth launch game. Uh, user uh, Diehard Christmas won the um, the Karma Lottery and managed to post it. It's like, can you believe that there's a free to play? Titanfall-inspired hero battle royale game that just came out for like for free yesterday. I, I still can't get my head around this. I can't believe they kept that so well under wraps and then just 
dropped it out of nowhere. <laughs> I, I get it now. They dropped, you know, prepare to drop Titanfall. <laughs> hey. But yeah, no, wow. Um, wow, that's we the haven't second had a, point of the podcast. I actually, yeah, right? can, can we and just that, delete uh, this podcast yeah. now? And yeah, just... please, please, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, um, wow. Like, wow. When was the last time we had a stealth game release? Like, there was rumours. Like, we all knew it was going to come out. Like, we heard... There's a Titanfall Battle Royale game about a week before. You know, we, we, I'd done some research on Twitter and there was a lot of talk about, oh, you wouldn't want to miss uh, Monday. I'm coming from here from influencers and things like that. So, you know, we knew something was coming, but I don't think anyone really deep down thought at eight o'clock UK time last night that we're just going to turn around and go, Go and download it, it's available. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, like, when I say, you know, like, stealth release, they just, there was, you, we were expecting an announcement about a game. Like, here you go, guys, we're making a game. It's coming out in this year. But it was like, hey, guys, exactly. we've, we've actually made a game. It's, it's available right now. Like, like uh, go uh, download it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's cool. I mean... That's it's what I hope really... more is like. I because yeah. I'm sick of you know what I'm actually sick of like leaks or sick of because I mean so e, now it's the e three's looming. There's 135 days. Let me just check that. Although by the time it releases, I think it's 133 until uh, until e three. And it's like there's gonna the leaks are gonna start happening, and it's just gonna. Like, I don't want that. I actually want what they what respawn did, where they're like, hey, here you go, and everyone's and everyone loses it because no one expects it. And you know, and it's a surprise, and that's what that's what people want. And I think I think more companies should follow in suit. Yeah, it's, it's well, cool. We, we had a conversation yesterday, Karina, about the timing of release two weeks before Anthem, a week before Crackdown Three, and um, what's it, Metro? Yeah. You know, is this a good time to release um, a free to play game? And at the time, we both thought, no, this you know this might die. I think it, it might work the opposite here. This actually might get a PC players downloading. Um, what's the platform they use? Origin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And um, B, you get if you subscribe to Origin or E Access, you get a uh, thousand in-game coins to buy stuff, um, which usually costs about eight pounds. But you know that only costs like two ninety nine or three ninety nine a month or whatever it is. So, you know, you subscribe for one month, you get it, and then you're going to get 10 hours of Anthem. Actually, I now that I think about marketing. this, I think it's great marketing. How many people downloaded that client on PC yesterday? Yeah. And I mean, I'd love to know the so numbers. I was just thinking about yeah. this sort of myself as well, right? Battle Royale has a bad reputation uh, yes. because it's seen as the bandwagon of this generation, and also there's already a king and a queen, Fortnite and PUBG. Um, Blackout is sort of seen as a bit of a pretender, but it gets away with it because it's it's Call of Duty, so, you know, whatever, harmless fun. But every other game that's tried Battle Royale has almost spectacularly failed. The only one that's still sort of hanging on right now is Realm Royale. Um, and so, do you remember what happened when Housemark, Finnish company announced that they were going to make a Battle Royale game. Do you even remember that announcement? No. I have no idea what, what you're about, it? to be honest. It's like Storm yeah. Divers or something. 
Oh. Right, okay. They, Stormbringers? No, no. Uh, something something to do with Storm. They, they it, it was actually announced at E3, if I remember correctly. You know, Housemark is very famous for being a Sony studio that makes arcade games, like top-down games, like, you know, uh, uh, I can't remember. The, the Alienation is one of them, I think. Um, so this is a complete change for them, and, and, and they're releasing a Battle Royale. And that's the thing, you can't even remember that announcement. But at the time, everyone was like, this is just stupid. Like, you've sunk your company, and... They like no one had any faith in them. Like they might have have they might have. No one's actually played the game yet outside the company, but they might have the greatest game ever made. But they have zero hype. They have zero goodwill because they announced another battle royale game and everyone went like we give a crap. But EA's just gone. Yo, we got a new game. Here it is. Go and play it if you want. It speaks for itself. And everyone's like, okay, because you know. Without an announcement of a coming Battle Royale game for them to make fun of, it's like, you know, when the game's there and and someone says, like, if someone tries to poo-poo the game, like, oh, it's going to be a failure, it's going to be crap, it's like, well, what do you mean it's going to be? Download it and play it or, you know, shut the hell up because... The game, like I said, it speaks for itself. I think it's genius and probably the only way that you can actually release a Battle Royale game in this kind of environment nowadays. Well, that's it. It was the- people were just curious, weren't they? And yeah. at the end of the day, you can't build a hype uh, so that it's too hype to be shot down. You can't build where, uh, oh, this is what we like. That's not what we don't like. You don't have the press. You don't have any influence. The only influence is yourself. And I think that's it. These days, you get everyone gets swayed so much by press and content creators and you know marketing, whatever else. That actually, you know, you can enjoy a game. But be like, oh no, that's horrible, that's rubbish, that's awful, just because people have, have said it's good. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna admit, kind of with Red Dead, I got it because I was like, it was meant to be one of the best games ever, and I actually not a big fan of it. Like, it's okay, because I just found it slow. And it's things like that, like, we get, we get pushed and, um, kind of, not, I think we all follow trends subconsciously, and it's nice that literally the only way to, to find out about the game is play it yourself, experience it yourself, and yeah, if it's bad, it's bad. If it's good, it's good, but at least, You've played it. At least you've given yeah. it a go, and it, you're not. It's not other people's opinions. It's your own personal opinion. Also, I want to just confirm that there's actually 126 days till E3. I, I, <laughs> I said 133. It's 126. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, let's actually talk about the game. Karina and I have both played it. I have a win. Yeah. I got a win on my third game. I haven't played it, uh, which I'm so happy. No Titans. No play. Would you not say that's good though If they did a full Titan Battle Royale Because that's what a lot of people yes, thought they would do yes, If they brought yes. out a Titan Full 3 Because uh, they, they had it, that mode in 2 didn't they If that so game like, had Titans I would be playing it right now And say sorry guys very sick Can't make it to the podcast Okay I love that the Titans. Sense. Noted, noted. That's <laughs> um. so I'm just going to. I just wanted to get that in there because I don't have anything uh, worthwhile to contribute except maybe some questions. So please, guys, take it away. Right. For me, it's as if they sat back, looked at all the other Battle Royale games, said, this works, this doesn't work. Looked at Hero Shooters and said, this works, this doesn't work. Basically, Overwatch works, Paladins works, everything else doesn't. And when yep, I like this, let's make a game out of it. Because A, the idea to make it squad only is genius. Because hero shooters would not work as solos. I just don't think there would be someone somewhere that's OP that everyone would go. So actually having it all squads is amazing. 
the drop, even wait, down to the drop, so you drop in an area like typical Battle Royale in squads, one person is the drop master, and that person basically decides where you're going to drop, and when you jump out, you jump along with them. Now, you can break off, but they basically steer you all into the same area. So, you know, you're all dropping together, there's no errors. If you want to stick with them, if you want to go off by yourself, you can. Um, you then land. Each character's got its own special ability. Usual, you know, you get healers, you get sort of tank classes, you get assault classes. And it's just so much fun. The combat is Titanfall 1 more than Titanfall 2. No wall running. Um, and it's a little bit slower paced. But it's just great. I can't actually fault it at the moment. You know, the map's good. It's very varied depending on where you land. It's hard to learn the characters, as in to really learn them. I played nine or ten rounds with the same character, got one win, and I felt as if, you know, I was only just starting to pick up exactly when to use my special. Um, they're very varied, the specials. Like, I can't remember any of their names. One of the characters can warp, essentially, you know, like go into a portal and come out somewhere else that you've already set. One of the characters has a zip line. One of the characters can have a supply drop that comes in and you can all get healed and pick up armor. You know, like, you have to really think about who's in your team of three to really, you know, decide if you're going to win or not. And if everyone plays to their strengths and everyone sticks together and plays as a team, I don't feel as if it's as hard to win as something like Fortnite. You know, it's, it's, it's so, so much fun. And I, I honestly can't wait to get back and play that again because it's just, so much better than what I could ever have expected. And I did not like Titanfall 2 multiplayer. So this is very, very unexpected for me. Karina, what's your thoughts on it? So, so far I've played... I've only played two matches. Uh, I have no idea what's going on. Um, but I managed to, I managed to get like in the top uh, top circle. I, I then actually screamed because someone came around the corner and then died. Um, but apart from that, no, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Well, so far... Uh, like I said, I haven't played. I haven't played enough to kind of have a full full discussion on it. But I I quite like how it is. Uh, I like the the view at all the UI. I like how it plays. Everything's just so smooth, which is something you don't often see in any. I think that's the issue with all battle royale games at the moment. They're not smooth. Even even like Blackout, I think was the smoothest so far. And even that had issues. Where this, it's it's just you straight in. You grab your stuff. You explore. You shoot. There you go. You're done. And the be- you can even like respawn people. Which at first I was a bit dubious when I heard, and I was like, I must admit, I I definitely I said to a few people, I was like, you can respawn. What is the point? It's last man standing. This is this is not battle royale. This is just a new mode of a shooter game. But to be honest, it's I take that back. It is definitely a very good uh, battle royale game, and I thought I am I am enjoying it. I'm learning the characters. I've been playing Bloodhound. Um, I possibly want to check out Lifeline, maybe maybe some of the others. Um, I'm not used to the abilities yet, which I think would have helped me win one of the games um, when I come. I think I came third in a squad game because um, I ended up on my own for like most of the match because my teammates died at the beginning. Um, but um, no, I thoroughly enjoyed it. However, one of the best things I like it, which uh, I'm guessing you'll agree, uh, Pod, is um, there's like, so what other Battle Royale games don't have is some sort of uh, communication process to, hey, there's yeah. items here, there's items there. And in PUBG, to be honest, it's you've got you've to gotta have game chat on. You can't really play. I don't play with randomers because you just can't. It's hard. It's hard to be like, hey, I need I need that bag. Or, hey, I need a weapon. Could you help me out? Or, hey, there's a guy over there. And it's hard. To, and people forget to mark things down. And, and it's not really um, that well communicated visually. 
Now, in Apex, it's a whole different story. So, because you can't play solo in this game, you have to play in squads. Well, sorry, trios. You have to play in trios. You um, you need you need communication, like, or else you that's an, that you definitely won't win if you don't have communication. But in this, you can. There's various forms of um, saying where you want to go, saying if there's an enemy, saying if there's an item. What I also like is if you point at an item, it actually visually goes, "Hey, shield over here," or "Hey, armor over here," um, and it like it tells you what it is and will show you to all the players, no matter where you are. And I, I quite like that because you, you you can't, especially if you're playing on your own. So when I first started, I played one game on my own and then one with two people I knew. And my first game, I was just like, don't know what I'm doing. No idea. But I managed to, you know, we all managed to communicate and we ended up killing a few people. And that's what I like because I feel a lot of people nowadays don't want to go into Battle Royale games. I know people who are like, oh, I want to try Fortnite. I want to try PUBG, but I don't want to do it on my own. I've had no one to play with. Like We had someone, so... Like I say, recently at lunchtime, uh, I've been playing PUBG with my work colleagues and we've got a new new person who started and they've never actually played PUBG before. And we were like, oh, join us. And he literally, the reason was because he just didn't really have anyone to play with and didn't want to just do, he did a few solos, but he's never had a really good squad match. And, and we were like, yeah, join us. And he loves it now. And I feel like that's the thing. It's nice to create create that community bond within within games and people stay away. Like even even my mum, like my mum plays a lot of video games, but she plays a lot of single player because she doesn't have anyone to play with and she doesn't like playing with like random people and she finds it hard because she doesn't know. So for example, um, she played Sea of Thieves and she doesn't like to really use game chat. So she, used to, she like, so at the beginning of Sea oh, of Thieves, dear. that didn't have much communication. Like at the beginning, very beginning. Obviously, now it's adapted and it, it's it's actually really. I love the new communication. It's brilliant. They've added more and more stuff, and um and like you know you can add people as friends. And that was that's my issue. My mum never really wants to play multiplayers. I mean, she's not really a shooter person, but she she used to like stay away from them just because you know she was just it was just her and she you know no one else. And I think at least this opens it up to be a little bit more uh friendly, but also. It's it's just good for everyone, and I think that's what a lot they've picked up on. What a, like I don't know any other battle royales that have communication at all. Yeah, it's it's genius. The ping system is amazing. You can just, in fact, the whole audio cue system is amazing. Yeah, with it as alongside. Yeah, wait. Even when the circle starts moving, you get a small audio cue to remind you, like one of the characters in your squad will say something, or oh, that's a circle on its way, you know, something like that. But we were really close to the circle, which I have to laugh about. It's called the ring. So you're constantly running from a ring in this game. Um, and so an ever-tightening really ring. An ever-tightening ring. Do you exactly. get burned you know when you're outside the ring? <laughs> is it a ring of fire? Oh, Johnny Cash would be turning his grave right now. But no, like, one of the characters, because we're close, just says, hey, that's the ring moving, but it's fine. We're only, like, 20 metres away from the... The, the next one or something like that, you know, like they, they verbally acknowledged in a very, very easy way that you could get to the next ring quickly without looking at your map or anything like that. You knew that you were really, really close to it. And it's small little details like that in a Battle Royale game, which make it so much more pleasant. I, like Karina, was like, respawn in a respawn game, no, no chance. You know, like, this is not something that I want in Battle Royale. But when you actually weigh it up, if you someone has been killed, you then have to go into that area, kill the opposing teammates. The system works by getting a card. So you pick up your teammate's card from the dead body 
and you take it to specific points in the map, you then in- insert the card and they drop in. Now, when they drop in, it's a very, very no- noisy, loud bang alerting everyone where you are. There will actually be teams that will say, I'm not going to revive you because it's just going to draw attention to us. So it's done in a way that actually adds to the game. And that is so, so intelligent. And it's really, it's a Source 2 engine, so it looks decent, not amazing, but good. And the gunplay is always going to be good in a game like this. And it's, it's just a lot of fun. I can't believe that it's free to play. This could I be huge. I think it has to be these days. And I mean so. huge. I think it has to. You I are imagine. right. Like the model will probably make them more money. Yeah. I'm already considering that when it goes live about buying another, like having all the characters. I'm going to... There's a season pass launching in March. Really? Oh, yeah. okay. So they're launching a season pass for it so you can unlock cosmetic items. The game is hilarious. It doesn't take itself seriously. When you listen to the voice lines you can unlock for the characters, they are phenomenally good, well written. It's Are the bad guys all from Seal really Africa still, eh? <laughs> no, they're not, unfortunately. But like the robot in it is one of the funniest things ever because he's just so like, I'm sorry, but I just killed you. Will you still be my friend? You know, it's just stuff like that. It's oh, it's dear. daft but yeah, it's terrible, but it's funny. I mean you use that in game, it's like really good. You get executions, Gears of War style. So someone's down in the ground and you've walked up, you can actually hit an execution button and you can unlock different executions by doing it. You know, it's just every single small detail in this has been thought of. It's it's easily... A, a few people said this, and they're like, oh, I don't like Fortnite, but this just appeals to me more. And I can understand that. It feels as if this is the 20-year-old's Battle Royale game, if that makes sense. No, I definitely you know, agree. Like, definitely agree. Yeah. PUBG for your old guys, the 20 year olds for this, and the kids can all stick with a Fortnite. But I, I personally think this game's going to be huge. If the Battle Pass launches with a lot of good content, they regularly keep this updated with characters and balance the game. So I've already heard that there is some balancing issues with characters already. But, you know, if they balance the game well and constantly listen, it could be absolutely huge in a game that people play through the entire summer. So, well done, Respawn. You're you're back on the map in my book. I still miss the, but, the South African accents. I'm sorry. <laughs> the one thing I was going to ask is, if, if it's true and Titanfall 3 will never arrive, does that disappoint you? Yes, it does. Because if this game, because of the single player, yeah? Well, sort of. I mean, if they just patch in mechs, I'll probably just shut up and, and drink the Kool-Aid. But yeah, I would like to see more single player too. Yeah, like I love Titanfall 2's campaign. I would like to see another single player. I could not get into Titanfall 3, eh, 2's multiplayer, but I like Apex. So I'm probably all right with just Apex, but I know there's a lot of single player fans that will disagree and say, no, we want to see another campaign. We should have bought the game a couple of years ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, any other thoughts on Apex? <laughs> no, nope. Reese, are you? I mean, I'm, <laughs> Reese, are you? I will try it. Um, I would be more excited if there was mechs, but I think that sort of applies to basically everything. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. you know, The Witcher Three, it would, it's great, but imagine if it had mechs. It would be terrible. No, then. that would be amazing. But you could just magic them away. You what know, if like... they're magical mechs? Who says that can't be a thing? I'm 
I'm so glad you don't work for a game development arm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for your game's next update, Magical Mix, coming in. <laughs> but, we, you know, we, it's not much news to talk about, so this is probably at the end of the podcast. But we have a little bit of an announcement. Um, you may have noticed in recent weeks we've been down to, like, two people on the podcast or having to rotate in people and even missing weeks at times. And as a result of that, um, we are looking for another couple of hosts to come in um, and maybe, you know, bridge the gap, come on the podcast, do some things with us and potentially um, come on here full time. Because at the moment, uh, the way things are going, as I, I feel as if, I don't know if you guys feel the same, but, you know, we don't want this podcast to end, but we're all just getting so busy that we don't feel as if we can commit to every single week. Um, so having another couple of people would just mean that A, you're getting some new voices, some new opinions, but uh, you're also, it means that we can sit with a three-man panel every single week. Do you agree with me, guys? Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, if, if yeah. anybody listening is interested, if think because you know you don't have to be a professional podcaster. It could just be fun for uh, one of our listeners to pop on for a week and, and talk about their sort of gaming experiences with us. That could be really fun. Um, and if you if you know anybody who who you actually think is into podcasting and would be interested in in coming on for a couple of episodes, then make sure you let them know. Uh, they should definitely hit us up on Twitter at Party Chat Pod because yeah, um, uh, that's probably where we will get most of the chit chatting done. Yeah, except yeah, you can also message me in Reddit um, as well at Moss Eight Four Two or join the Discord. Actually, um, that's another good way. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, if you go to Party Chat Pod on Twitter, uh, I'll post the Discord and you can come in and chat about it. But certainly, you know, that, that would help us out and it would be great to have some of our listeners' opinions uh, on this podcast. I think a lot of people liked Finristics on it a few weeks ago. Uh, we got a lot of positive comments on it. So, you know, peop- things like that, just offering your opinion on the world of Xbox and the subreddit. And Karina, you'd never podcasted before, before you started on here. Uh, no, yeah, I was fresh into it, but I just want to say no puns allowed. I'm not having any more puns. No, no, the more no, puns the better. We're not having any more puns. I will, I will yeah, officially the... turn my Xbox off if we, uh, <laughs> if we have any more puns. <laughs> it's uh, the more puntastic you are, the better it is. But for another week, Xbox turn off. You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. The official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. Let's do this.